to the first inaugural episode. I said that first inaugural. First inaugural. First inaugural. I'm Bryce Coon. Here's Noah Severson. It's another episode of the Crowded Booth, but a little bit different this time. Uh, you can tune in every single week, Wednesday, 4:30. Uh, starts up here at Bo's Barbecue in Rome, Georgia. Follow uh, some good barbecue. They were kind enough to find. Uh, Give us a, a little bit of snack throughout, so we snacked on it beforehand, and we'll make sure to do it afterwards as well. But thanks for joining us if you're watching uh, from wherever you are. If you can't check out the show live and you need to watch it, you're probably watching it on YouTube. And if you're listening with us, thank you for uh, subscribing to SoundCloud and iTunes as well. Um, one thing that I think is going to be really interesting, though, as we talk about the new show, where it's going, is we're going to get a touch on a lot of topics before the second one right here today. So first, we're just gonna dive right in here. College football. Wow, it's. I mean, the college football is amazing. It's a fun thing to watch. You want to watch it last week? It was fun. But one thing that I think everyone is even taking away: Ohio State with a big win over Penn State. Look at Alabama. And are, is anyone even really close to where Alabama is? It's funny, Bryce. You know, when we look at the NBA, obviously the Warriors are dominant. College football, Bama is dominant. College sports, we're used to parity, right? And Bama over the last few years has been so, so dominant. Uh, we come into every year knowing there's probably only seven or eight teams that have a chance to be in the playoff just based on recruiting classes and their past success. The coaching list is very short. Um, I think when you look at Bama, they're in a class of their own. Last year, obviously winning the national championship, they're great defense, just great all-around team, and then you add Tua as a full-time starter. Um, you know, Dale Hurts, he's, he's, he, I mean, he gets the job done, he's Goldsmobile, right? He's got good mileage, but Tua is a Ferrari, and they're riding that Ferrari all the way to the National Championship. I can see possibly Georgia, Clemson, Oklahoma, maybe, Ohio State had a big win on the team. To me, Alabama, that's the shoulders of the rest. When you look across the nation, you, know, you, have all the you have teams that seem to be right there, teams like Ohio State, teams like Georgia, teams like other clients, Clemson, and Oklahoma, who seems, I think a lot of people are like, Baker Mayfield's not, but Kyler Murray is a legend. He's a seven-touchdown performance he had tying Baker Mayfield's touchdown record from last season. Um, but yeah, a ton of teams that are just absolutely dominant. But then you look at Alabama, one thing that I feel like I've seen Alabama's dynasty run since like 2009, what they've seemed to have is they've never had that quarterback that's really put them in the top. Amazing, elite defense, great, great stable <laughs> running backs. But now they got the quarterback, and that's what's scary. I mean, they even trailed the game. I mean, they, well, they, they, have, they have turned it, they scored over 20 points every single time. You look at their schedule, they really don't have a tough game until they play LSU. I mean, it's going to be LSU, Auburn, and then most likely Georgia is championship. I don't really see them falling anywhere. Nothing against Jake Coker, nothing against Jalen Hurts, but Tula, Tula, his last, his last name is, he's a different animal entirely. Like you said, it gets interesting there at the end of the season. Obviously, last year had a big letdown in the Iron Bowl, um, but uh, they managed to sneak their way into the playoff anyway. I think once we'll really get to see what that team is made of once they play LSU, once they play Auburn, and then probably championship, but as it is right now, I don't I don't see any major challenger besides possibly Georgia Trout. I think Georgia's an interesting team to watch, especially in the East. It's a bit of a weaker, they're going to have a bit of a weaker outside the conference, but I think you have definitely a team like Kentucky. I mean, who knows? Kentucky could put the basketball, so you're the basketball guy. I mean, they're playing really well. So Georgia's got to go in there and do it at night. Game. They like to have that place. That's going to be one of the biggest football games in Kentucky football history for them to play right here. I think teams you look as well, Oklahoma, the Big 12, I mean, West Virginia's got to, Will Greer's going to be quarterback. He'll be a, a first-round, second-round pick, definitely, kind of, uh, this season. 
I think that transitions us into the next thing, though. You take a look at one of those other lead teams, I think the team that everyone's looking at is, is Clemson. Clemson has been in the news a lot lately. Kelly Bryant obviously transferring. Yeah, where do you feel like a guy like Kelly Bryant, he's most likely, he's got one more year of eligibility, and he's a 
immediately playing starting in 2019. Kelly Bryant, he's used to the big stage, he's on the spotlight there at Clemson. I'm looking at some really good schools. He's not going to want to go to a, to a smaller school and kind of be in the doldrums. He's going to want to go to a possible championship contender. So where I'm looking is I'm looking at Gainesville, Florida, okay? Felipe Franks, kind of a little bit of a disappointment there. He got a sleeping giant there in Florida who should currently have one of the best teams in the nation. They're sitting on one of the hottest recruiting beds uh, in the nation, arguably alongside Texas and California. Felipe Franks hasn't gotten, done, gotten it done yet. If Dan Bowler reaches out to Kelly Bryant and says, hey, come play for me. Just like Clemson, we've got a great defense. All right, we've got, we've got the pieces of the offensive line running back. We need a quarterback. Let's go play for me in 2019. Let's, let's be Georgia and make it to the SEC championship. I think Kelly Bryant uh, has a really strong incentive to go to the board. Wow, I'm picking another SEC team, but that's an interesting one because Florida has been one of those teams who traditionally think of Florida as a power. I mean, but it's been, they really have not had a quarterback since Tim Tebow, since a guy like Chris Lee. They really haven't had a guy that can stick in and rely on. I think Kelly Bryant can do it. A guy that I'm, a team that I'm looking at is also an SEC on the other side is a team like Auburn. I think with Jared Stenham, he came in, this is the thing you have to be wary of. Auburn does not do a great job. They don't do a great job of developing. A lot of the guys that they see that they bring in is a, is a guy that is a junior. The guys that come in, they kind of get lost, lost in, in, in the mix. So a guy like Kelly Bryant came in where Auburn's offense, I love Jared Stanley. I think he's a very good quarterback. I just don't quite know. He's not a running back. I think that he may be in the wrong fit. to see Kelly Bryant trying to get another shot in Alabama uh, in, in the Iron Bowl next year. I mean, that, that would be great. But I think no matter where he goes, you're almost seeing college football become like a free agency system. I mean, a guy like Jacob Eason, he goes up to Washington. He's a, a big uh, Cougar fan up there in Washington State. Hate to see that because they got they have a real nice, uh, cool QB room up there. Absolutely. We're just about to escape Jake Browning and then Jacob Eason, another five-star guy, goes up there. He's going to take over with our buddy the Alpha it's definitely interesting, though, with Kelly Bryant's situation. It's a good point. He has talent, and I think no matter where he goes, whether it's a team like whether it's a team like Auburn or another team, I don't see Kelly Bryant going to a sports school. I think he's proven that he can win on the big stage. But yeah, I mean, you have to take into account when you play a team like Alabama, you say, oh, I can win on the big stage. sports and what's happened the week prior, kind of the stories going around and what to look forward to. But once again, we're here at Lowe's Original Barbecue, and I don't know about you, they've got some really good barbecue. I mean, some real, real good, it's, it's a local place here, and they got all, it's grown in Alabama, Tennessee, and now Georgia area here in Rome, and a state I know I come here, and they were kind enough to get us, get us some drinks and get us some, uh, some pork rinds, and uh, definitely come on down here on the corner of Broad Street and uh, check it out. Good place to eat, good place to hang out, great place to watch. TV's all around. Yeah. TV's all around. We look into the next thing. Major League Baseball playoffs officially kicked off. Make the argument that kicked off on Monday. Game 163 went around. I don't know about you, October baseball is one of the most fun things to watch. And October is an exciting time. You've got middle season, you start to see those guys separate themselves from the pack. 
The NFL is you know, a little past the quarter point of the season. October baseball, the, the big boys really get to go at it. And I think this these series, I mean, personally for me, and we're going to get this later, as long as it matters, the Red Sox are dominated. <laughs> the Red Sox dominated the field this year. The Yankees had 100 wins, and they got a play for a sudden death winner go home against the A's and the 90s. Mariners fan right here, guys, and I know it hurts. The A's came out of nowhere. And let's just look at that matchup real quick. We'll go too deep into it as that one's on ESPN tonight. It's the AL Wildcard game. Brad Pitt, we need you back. Okay, we'll make it a second Moneyball movie. Okay, this story even crazier than the A story that the money that the movie was made on. We're talking about the lowest payroll in baseball, going up against the team with the highest payroll in baseball. We got a true David versus Goliath story. What the A's have been able to accomplish this season is nothing short of remarkable. I mentioned it in my story on the Walk-On Diaries. These athletics players are basically getting paid in friendship bracelets and Warriors tickets. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Zero money. Their highest earner is Chris Davis making $10 million a year. You compare that to the Yankees. Where you got, yeah, leading the league in home runs. But you've got four guys on the Yankees that are making, you know, billions and billions of dollars. And I think it's an interesting matchup to look at it. Uh, Severino's on the mound uh, for the Yankees. He's kind of been on and on all season, but when he's on, he's gone. The game last night. I know you said you, you fell asleep in the 12th. <laughs> no shame. You missed it. Uh, it was a late night. I mean, that 8 o'clock. Uh, first pitch, it didn't end until just about 1 a.m. Eastern time. The Rockies surprising a lot of people. I mean, I felt like they came off that loss in the Rockies. They had their third game in three days in three different cities. And they somehow did. And that's the thing, in, in games like that, you just got to get ready. And you talk about, we talked about before the show started, the Cubs, a team with a lot of power, known for their hitting. Rockies played small ball there, three straight singles in the win. So they're going to be advancing, uh, facing the Brewers. Wow, that team is loaded as well. And that's going to be a fun one to watch. And then the other side is I know a lot of people around here in the Rome area and a lot of our viewers uh, in the Georgia area of the Braves. Surprise team, 90 wins, won the NL East. Taking on the Dodgers. That's going to be fun. And I know the, the last thing there was the last time the Braves made the postseason was against these Dodgers, and Craig Kimbrell was left in the bullpen, and Juan Uribe hits the home run, and man, it's, it's, it's vivid memories of that. And, uh, yes, but I think it's a completely different this time around, obviously, and that's going to be two great series. They get kicked off on the first Friday night, respectively. Shift over the AL, man. Jeez, what a, what a league is the Red Sox? Are we taking on the winner? Yeah. And you could potentially, now we're not discrediting Oakland A's, you could have a Red Sox Yankees L, uh, ALDS where you might have about, I mean, I don't know if I'm taking the over under for 50 bombs in that entire series. Yeah, I don't know if I'm taking the over under on bombs or the over under on bench clearing brawls. Okay, that is going to make for some quality television. I expect to see beating people in the head. I expect to see bench clearing brawls. I want to see John Carlos Stan and Aaron Judge get in the fight with JD Martinez and Mookie Betts. I'm looking for some off the field entertainment in that matchup. But you look at these division matchups, there's so many cool storylines. You look at the Dodgers and Braves, kind of old school, new school. Right? The Dodgers and the winners a year ago and Braves kind of down the coming in a year ahead of schedule. And obviously the possibility of Red Sox Yankees. We've just got some great, great divisional matchups. And that Red Sox Yankees one, ESPN is ready licking their lips. They're going to make a 30 for 30 on it before the game is even over. Before the series starts, it might, it might come out after the game tonight. And that's not saying the A's won't win. No, I mean, the A's. Oh, I hope you, you just got to find. You just got to find a way to win. So that's something to check in. And then next week we will have something totally new as we get ready for uh, the, the 
championship series for both leagues, and just it's gonna be fun. October baseball and postseason baseball is a really fun thing, and I'm excited. I know a lot of people around baseball are excited for it. Picks before they get started. Who do you see? Um, so tonight, tonight I'll, I'll pick okay, the Yankees. Yeah. I think, I think the Yankees. I, I just think, I think Severino's going to dial in, and I think he's going to be on. That game last night was a pitching battle. I think Severino has the ability to do that to show. But yeah, Luis Severino, I think he's going to win a game. I think he's going to get about seven or eight innings, and I think it's going to be good. Once those guys get to win, it's going to be good. Then when you get, once you get to that, Noah. Does it really matter? I mean, because, I, you know, t the Red Sox, over 100 wins, won the AL East in, like, in March. I mean, they pretty much won the whole division in March. It was ridiculous. Uh, you take that, and then you come in with, they got to play the Yankees in the playoffs. Like, so ESPN is licking their chops, <laughs> wanting this game so bad. They want it. Fans want it. It'd be an electric atmosphere. Then you look on the other side, Indians Astros. Don't forget about the Astros. Over 100 games, won the AL West, dominant team, defending World Series champs. I don't know. I'll predict, this is my prediction. I'm saying we're going Astros, Red Sox, ALCS. I draw a straw. I have literally no idea what can happen. I've got Astros, Red Sox as well. I've got the Astros winning in seven, and then I've got the Astros winning over the Brewers. But like you said, um, Astros, I mean, it, just in baseball, we never get like big champions. Like, the MLB postseason is such a wild, wild thing. It's uh, the momentum of a game can change on just one pitch, right, one home run, and you're sending the team to the next, to the next series. But we've just got some really, really entertaining matchups here. Um, Indians are sneaky, sneaky good. Watch out for them. Um, but the Astros having that postseason experience. Um, I really like their chances. I think that they have good mix of veterans. It's the same story. It legitimately is. Um, they just got Verlander the whole year and they have that goal. Okay, so that's not fair. Uh, I mean, Alex Bregman has come out of the Alex Bregman is uh, a star in the making. I think one of the biggest storylines, though, is look at the NLS. You're going to have a lot of teams that are, are going to have to do things very well. The Braves dealing with the injury to Fancy Georgia run, Charlie Colbert's team was filled in aggregately. And he did this last year. This is not something that he's new to. He's been to fill it for Corey Seager with the Dodgers. Facing his old team, that's going to be interesting. That gets kicked off. Rockies Brewers. Brewers have so much power between them. Between Christian Yelich, who is my MVP. Yeah, completely. Yeah. End of story. Can't give to him now. And let's go. Honestly. But the major baseball players are always We're going to touch on that again. Next week, a little more information on that as well. Noah, we have t-shirts. And uh, we, we, we're going to sell some more. Yeah, we didn't get you one. I got the phone. Uh, we got t-shirts. Uh, if you want one, you can drop in the comment below, like, subscribe, everything. But if you want a t-shirt, make sure to DM us on all social media. Uh, you can DM Noah. He will figure out how to get you a t-shirt. They're going to be $10, all shirts, as we are uh, clearing out the inventory to get some new ones in. We're really excited about some new uh, New designs, new colors, but if you want one, just the standard black and white t-shirt and try to do the, uh, the original, the original throwback. We're going to go ahead and throw a color throwback. Uh, make sure to hit us up and uh, get one of those as well. Now we're now for everything's a new segment here. For our final segment we're going to be doing every single week, I'm going to have, for our guests, it's not new every week, we're going to have a final take and about one or two questions from the viewers. So if you have any questions, make sure to drop it in there. Today we have our questions already. 
this is something that I'm interested in. There's two topics we're going to discuss as we look to wrap up here. The final take, Lady on in a story, a story for the Steelers, the NFL, everything that's going on the past couple days. I think that, I think that Le'Veon Bell and the whole NFL, we got a couple questions, we'll get to those as well, but uh, Le'Veon Bell, come, say he's going to come back a week seven. If you're the Steelers, we talked about this before, you keep him, you got about 30 seconds, go. I think you got to keep him. I, don't, I think if you put it, you're obviously going to listen to offers from other teams, but I don't think that what you get back is going to make it worth it to trade away a, a franchise running back like Le'Veon Bell, right? He's, you look at his chances of walking away this offseason, you got to live with those chances. The Steelers still have the pieces in place to contend for the AFC right now. Get Bell back, try to make him happy, try to cozy up, cuddle up to him, get him to possibly stay around for another year. Um, but he's going to be resting. He's sat out these first seven weeks. He's going to be resting. Hopefully he's going to be healthy. He looked at what happened to Earl Thomas. That just strengthens his resolve for his position. He feels like he's been doing the right thing, but he's going to come back angry and with a chip on his shoulder looking for a big contract. All right. You might have went over 30 seconds, but you got No, you're good. So the second topic, you got 30, 45 seconds. What is a bigger disappointment? The Red Sox don't win the World Series or Alabama does not win the National if Alabama does not win the national championship, I will eat a foam cup, an empty foam cup, all right? Alabama, like we've said, are head and shoulders above the rest of the competition. If the Red Sox don't win the World Series, I don't even have them escaping the uh, American League Championship Series, all right? The baseball, Major League Baseball playoffs are crazy, 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 all right? We've got back and forth games, extra innings over that, and as good as the Red Sox are, that's 162 games in the past. Everybody is starting from scratch. Um, if the Red Sox don't win the World Series, I'll be slightly surprised, but not as surprised as if Nick Saban doesn't get another national title. Alabama is a class of their own. That's what we started out with. That's what we're ending the show with. A class of their own. If they don't win the national championship, in my opinion, with a, a, finally an elite quarterback in offense, John Mark Wilson, Greg McElroy, Blake Sims, all those guys, Tua is the real deal. And he is electric. Like you said, that offense goes when he goes. They've been going a lot. And so uh, I want to thank you for coming on the show today. Talking with us is uh, you can tune in every single Wednesday. Noah's going to be back some more times to talk about some NBA stuff. Uh, Noah, go ahead and tell them where they can follow you and all your all your publications that you're doing. Yeah, shameless plug. You can find me on Soaring Down South. I do some contributing work for them, uh, but also my personal blog, Walk On Diaries. We've got some good content uploaded there. So uh, to get all your Severson writings, go to the Walk On Diaries. Hit me up on Twitter. Yeah, definitely. He's got some good stuff uh, covering the Hawks. This is going to be interesting. Season we're going to get into in a little NBA preview here a little bit later on. But thank you for tuning in today. Remember, t-shirts, $10. Remember, Moe's Original Barbecue. Come get some. Order from. If you're not in Rome, find one close. They got one close to you. It's a great place to get some barbecue. Get some amazing wings. we got some food right here we're going to dig into right after the show. And uh, playing the next show. We're excited. And sports all around. It's a fun time to be a sports fan here in the middle of fall with a ton of sports going on. And I want to thank you once again if you're tuning in on audio, you're over there on iTunes. Make sure to follow us on that as well on SoundCloud. And if you're watching on YouTube, make sure to hit that like and subscribe button and uh, provide any feedback. If you want to talk about why in the world is no wearing a purple shirt, we'll talk about that. If you want to, any questions, drop in. We'll get you next time. And uh, thank you for tuning in.